Hello there, and greetings to you. Welcome to Duel of the Takes, the movie and pop culture podcast that pins the wildest, most unpopular opinions head-to-head. Today's episode, we will be ranking all 11 live-action, theatrically-released Star Wars movies. We are joined by a pair of guests, Landon and Noah. My name's Nathaniel Martin, and I am joined by regular co-hosts Joshua Kubis, Alden Mason, and Jory Boston. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Duel of the Takes. My name's Nate. I, I'm Josh. I'm Jory. I'm Alden. And we are joined today by special guests Landon, as well as Josh's childhood best friend, Noah. Woo! Today, we are doing a very anticipated episode. We are doing the, uh, the top 11 Star Wars yep. movies. Without further ado, Noah, you're making your Duel of the Takes debut. What is the worst Star Wars movie? Oh, Last Jedi. <laughs> you want to say that a little louder for the people in the back? TLJ. The Last Jedi. Uh, Noah, there seems to be a little bit of pushback coming from our panel here. Do you want to explain a little bit your take? Well, I think it's the most disappointing Star Wars movie. And I won't lie to you, it's got some high highs, but it has lows that are much lower than a lot of the other films. I think Rise of Skywalker is like even keel all the way through. Whereas Last Jedi up here, but then it's really, really, really down here. And I don't think I really need to explain myself with some of these fans. For some of these fans. Yeah, I uh, I do have The Last Jedi a little bit higher. Because I, I do agree with you, it's a mixed bag of a movie. I do think that the highs in The Last Jedi outweigh a lot of like the mediocrity in some of the other Disney Star Wars movies. But Jory eloquently said this on an episode of the show that has permanently been erased from history, that the the, the reason The Last Jedi thrives is because it pushes the other two movies and its trilogy down to elevate itself. I think of the three Disney Star Wars uh, sequel trilogy that we have gotten, is the only one that's going to age at all in, in a positive or negative way. The other two are just so much a, a product. I, I don't know. I personally would have it a little bit higher. But for me, personally, this ain't worth a veto. Because I don't think that Last Jedi is really the worst Star Wars movie, but I don't want to save it and waste my veto. Come I on. do think it is the worst Star Wars movie. I'm on board with you. My take on The Last Jedi being detrimental to the entire sequel trilogy, I really can't respect it, even for what I do find interesting about The Last Jedi, because it is a mixed bag. There are good things about this movie that I do like a lot, but then there's a lot that just really turns me off of not only this movie, but things about this movie affecting the lore of Star Wars that almost turned me off of the series entirely. Can't support I'm it. I'm going to veto. Okay. All right, Josh has used All his right. veto. Whoa. What is uh, a worse Star Wars movie than The Last Jedi, Josh? I don't want to be that YouTube channel. I think The Last Jedi at least deserves to go a spot higher. I'm sorry, Noah. I think you're in the wrong. I think that hat you're wearing right now, Rogue One, is the worst Star Wars movie. Ooh. I can't look at you in the face and say Rogue One is a better movie than The Last Jedi or it should be higher than The Last Jedi. Last Jedi cinematography, its characters, its pacing is better than Rogue One. Rogue One is paced like fucking shit. I don't care about any of the characters. Jen Erso is a waste of space. Uh, she makes fucking Carrie Fisher and like right like compared to those characters, she is so fucking stale. Honestly, I would take a Padme over Jen Erso. That's how fucking stale she is. It feels like it's. <laughs> I love Padme. Yeah, I also like Padme. It's playing it safe. 
Rogue One needs to go here over Last Jedi. I'd rather take a unique movie that tried something different over something so bland and not needed. You know, I agree. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this, but I am agreeing, too. If I want to see the best parts of Rogue One, I'll search up the ending Look it clip up on, on YouTube. I'll search yep. up the, the ending. I'll search yep. up the Vader hallway scene on YouTube. But if I want to see the best parts of The Last Jedi, I have to watch the movie. Oh, yeah, because I will sit through the movie. Yeah. I'll sit through The Last Jedi again. I may not agree with everything that it's bringing to the table, and I do still think that it should be low. But I agree that Rogue One deserves to go here if you're nominating it. This may not be the best metric to go off of, but Rogue One's definitely the most unnecessary Star Wars movie. Number one, but even Solo provides way more to the lore and backstory of Han Solo. I disagree with that. We get there when we get there. I think that there's a good movie within Rogue One, but again, what really sucks about Disney Star Wars is the lack of creative trust. And I remember being told that this movie was gonna be like, the, put the war into Star Wars. I was told that That's we were gonna get some very yeah. graphic, some very like, like they actual said, they said war movies so yeah, many yeah. Times when gareth edwards was selected as the director i was 100 percent. i was like okay this is really gonna be like jarhead in space that wouldn't even be a problem if like all great war movies the characters were memorable yeah, and yeah. interesting but they just yeah. are not there in this movie i will say rogue one relied too much on the ethos of being the first anthology and being yeah. what it mm -hmm. was perceptually yeah. it relied too much on ethos and there were verified like you said the war scenes there were verified to be multiple <laughs> characters who they didn't fully expand on i say we put it to a vote at this point okay yeah who wants rogue one and who wants last jedi we'll start with you noah obviously i want last jedi i want rogue one rogue one should go here last jedi so we're split because i want rogue one i want rogue one here at number 11 jory yes what, what do you think number 10 should be the 10th best Star Wars movie or the second worst, depending on how you look at it. Now that I'm looking at my list, however, I think that I have to nominate Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Veto. <laughs> okay, what is worse than Attack of the Clones? Yeah, I'll shut it. If you did Rise of Skywalker, I would have agreed with you. Where's, the the where's over? Attack of the Clones on your list? Oh, fuck. Oh, Very high. <laughs> Number four. Oh, <laughs> and obviously the beginning is, like, fairly action-packed. Um... I think, and then we don't get to see obviously Jango Fett until the second act, which is a flaw because like we don't actually get to see him in action. And then Obi Wan. And I'm with you where Jango's better than Boba. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Jango's my favorite yeah. character of all time, which partly influences my pick. Mm -hmm. um, that fight between him and Obi Wan is pretty insane. Um, mm -hmm. um, even though sometimes people cite it that Obi Wan isn't that good of a Jedi because he almost beats him, but whatever. The third act is kind of weird. Well, the second act between Anakin and Padme is weird. I won't lie to you. Padme is probably better than Anakin. Do you like I, sand? I mean, obviously people always say You that. like sand? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people say that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, sand. yeah. That's that's like more awkward. Like when you're watching that with your parents, it's like way more awkward than if they were just having sex. I don't know if I've ever... <laughs> I agree. It is more awkward. And like the final act is obviously pretty cool. We get to see Geonosis, which is a pretty important planet. I don't know. I really like Obi-Wan in this. Jango Fett does kind of die like a bitch. So I am taking in all of your concerns um the fets always die like bitches though don't yeah, they let me help you because i think the obi-wan subplot is a lot better than the canto white subplot yeah, i think there's b really really dumb shit in both of these and both of their a plots but i do think the b plot in attack of the clones is greater than the b plot in that of uh, here you know what? I, I may be an idiot because i always assumed 
<laughs> that the Obi-Wan stuff was the A-plot? It might be. As far as the, as far as the mm. main story of the prequel trilogy, it's about Anakin Skywalker turning to the dark side. Yeah. Therefore, his romance with Padme is more important to that story yes. than the yeah. clones. Here's the thing. I gave thing. significantly less of a crap about And, and so, that's the problem. Yeah. So, like, a thing... And the thing about Attack of the Clones, I think, is very, I guess, revolutionary to Star Wars fans, is that that battle on Geonosis in the Coliseum was the Where first you time all those you Jedi saw Jedis in Prime, and, like, I was, like, a four-year-old kid, but I'm sure as a Star Wars fan that grew up in the 70s that, like, thought growing up, like, man, imagine seeing that live action, I'm sure it was a huge deal. Mace Windu, Purple Lightsaber, first time. Yeah, Purple Lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, Mace Windu finally got to see some action. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to like about Attack of the Clones. I think the movie does get a lot of hate. If I want to elevate one, I'd rather kind of elevate Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And maybe that's just the biased thing. Even but... the best part of Last Jedi, like, I don't know. They both suffer in terms of script. Yeah. I think. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah big, big time. time. I rewatched yeah. Attack of the Clones yesterday, actually. And uh, even though I purposefully skip over multiple scenes of Anakin and Padme. Good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would much prefer to watch it than The Last Jedi. I just don't enjoy my time with The Last Jedi at all. Great. I yeah. think that the conceptualization I of the like Force in The Last Jedi is some of my favorite Star Wars, period. Yeah. yeah. Like, really, like, a big problem that I had with the prequels, and I know not everybody has this problem or is over this problem, but the introduction of midi-chlorians kind of demystifying, like, the Force as a religion, I always took issue with. And it really felt, once again, that the Force was, like, this magical force that you could feel and that it had all living things connected. Like, Obi-Wan is talking about in A New Hope. It really feels like this. And then also the ending of, uh... <laughs> and then also the ending of The Last Jedi, which I think, like, say what you will about the Canto Bite plot, but I really love that last shot of, like, that little kid with the rebel ring and he, like, yeah. force pulls yeah. that broom over to him. It's so, oh, it's so good. Both of these movies are, the like, the redheaded step stepchildren of their trilogies where it's, yeah. like, they're the ones that get either bashed the most or, like, have the biggest cult following in terms of, like, there's more missed potential. I was more excited at the end of The Last Jedi, but was, like, really confused. Whereas, like, Attack of the Clones, it, it's very by the numbers. You're like, oh, this isn't going to end well, and this is how it's going. It almost feels like a Rogue One in the idea that introducing the clones, it feels like something that this needs to happen. Yeah. Like, we've heard about the Clone War. We know that there are going to be clones. Well, I'm going to say yeah, it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Hayden Christensen was bad. I think, like, his performance was exactly what, like, no. <laughs> I don't think the blame should be on Hayden. When no, you, yeah, it's on George Lucas. Look like a, I think the Tusken Raiders scene could have happened, but I wish he didn't tell Padme. Then we as an yeah. audience mm. knew. So, yeah, attack that. or last Jedi, Noah? Attack. For number 10. Just last Jedi. Jedi, last Jedi. I'm saying attack. I know I just defended last Jedi. I really white knighted it, but I'd rather elevate a movie I think that has gotten a lot more universal hate. Like, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with, uh, Last Jedi should go here. I think Attack of the Clones should go here. Last Jedi should go here. Then I'm gonna say Last Jedi, because all Jedi could go either way. Okay. Last Jedi. Josh, what is the ninth best Star Wars movie? Number nine on this list. <laughs> um, I think Rise of Skywalker should go here. Yeah. Ooh. I think Rise of Skywalker might be a better made film than maybe some of the prequels, but when it comes to physically piss me off. And you, like, 
you guys know I'm pretty, like, passive when it comes to Star Wars. Like, I accept, like, a lot of bullshit when it comes to this franchise more than anybody on the panel. Rise of Skywalker, Ray Palpatine, Palpatine coming back. Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. Uh, the Kiss physically made me like be like do i like star wars anymore like it like <laughs> Am I done? You, you were with me i was, I was with in you. the we car saw... and i'm like bro <laughs> yeah the moment that sticks out to me most about rise of skywalker <laughs> is the moment where ray uses fort li- force lightning by accident on that thing that she thinks that yeah, chewbacca yeah, yeah. is on and she thinks that she killed chewbacca and so does the audience i yeah. remember everybody in the audience yeah. was like yeah. holy yeah. shit did chewbacca <laughs> just fucking get killed by the new main character I, I was in imagine living year. 300 years just to get killed in that way my, my 70 plus year old grandpa mm-hmm. and when that happened he physically like put his hand on my chest like holy crap <laughs> i think that it's a wonderful moment just because it's the first time that we see ray fuck up it's the first time mm. that we really see ray like actually using a dark side power hinting yeah. at something that they really should have been building up the entire series but yeah. they just didn't is kind of pervasive to a problem with the entire movie in that it has the opposite problem of the last jedi where it doesn't commit to any of its ideas that moment is in the next scene shown to have been a fake out to like get that reaction out of the audience but no chewbacca's still okay we can still sell toys of him and put him in the disney plus shows and stuff Force Awakens is reactionary to the prequels. Like, okay, you guys didn't like what was going on in the prequels. We'll take it back to A New Hope. So we'll put make A New Hope. Yeah. Last Jedi is reactionary to Force Awakens, where it's like, this is too similar to the original. We need to let the past yeah. die and forge right. a new future. Right, right. And then Rise of Skywalker is reactionary to The Last Jedi, and like, everybody hated that. Let's make a sequel to um, Force Awakens. And it's too late. I don't want to use my veto, but I think I'm going to have to use my veto, because I, I don't think... Mine. Rise is this bad. Where is it on your list? It's number six. My defense of Rise is that, yes, this is a sequel to Force Awakens, but that's what I wanted. Like, the whole, like, I went to, to Last Je- uh, Last Jedi, I'm like, I want a sequel to Force Awakens. Yeah. My, but my problem with that is, it's not as well shot as Force Awakens, it's not as well written as Force Awakens, and the characters from Force Awakens are just not, just not as likable. Like, Finn? They fucked up Finn. I find a lot of the writing problems of Rise of Skywalker originates from The Last Jedi, whether Ryan Johnson demolished some characters or they were just trying to fix other issues in this yeah. movie for yeah. fans. And it was always going to kind of be... It's kind of always going to be a flop. <laughs> yeah. Because there's just too much to fix or too much to ignore. Like, Rose yeah. was ignored. And... I'm kind of glad she wasn't used in the same way in this movie, but I was pissed that she was shoved to the side. Oh, let me tag team with you about the love for a second. The Sith planet that Palpatine's on, great. Yes. I think that planet is awesome. That is literally one of my favorite planets now. But the thing I really love about Rise is that it's what I kind of want to see in Star Wars a lot. It's an action adventure. The biggest problem with it is you show up to the theater, sit down, and literally Palpatine is back and you have no fucking idea why. Yes. Yeah. 15 minutes later Rey is Palpatine's granddaughter <laughs> yeah. and you have no idea who the actual parents yeah. were and you have no idea how any of them Yeah, the worked. parents just aren't really explained, huh? And those are easily the two biggest problems with it to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Disney, maybe... You know, think through a trilogy before you write it? I'm gonna veto. I was gonna okay. hold off because this is only two spots away from where I placed it. But Attack of the Clones, honestly, yeah. is a whole lot <laughs> yeah. worse than Rise of Skywalker. 
I can watch all of Rise, no problem. I enjoy most of it, and I don't hate any part of it in particular. Yeah, I think Rise of Skywalker is the weakest Star Wars movie because it doesn't even understand the basic concepts of all the your number 11? It was my number 11. I honestly think that Attack of the Clones has more redeeming factors than Rise of Skywalker does. Which Uh, do you think belongs at number 9? Rise of Skywalker or Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. You know, between these two, very good arguments have been made for Rise of Skywalker going down. But if I'm being honest with myself, which of these would I rather rewatch? Rise of Skywalker. So I'm saying Attack of the Clones should go here. Rise of Skywalker. This tie was resolved by fans over on the Duel of the Takes Instagram. If you want your voice to be heard on our channel, be sure to follow Duel of the Takes on Instagram. The lowest movie that I have left is Attack of the Clones here at number eight. I will say, the Coliseum battle is one it's of my Kino. favorite. And it's one of my favorite LEGO Star Wars levels. The only issue I have with the Coliseum battle is that the fact that a ton of Jedi died in this fight is completely glossed over. Yeah. Um, but yeah. other than that, it is almost a flawless scene. No one talks about that scene with Count Dooku and Obi-Wan enough where they like go back and forth. Yeah. Like That yeah. shit is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see without any of this ex- extended universe... Um, uh, phenomenon that we got with the prequel trilogy uh, the handling of Count Dooku feels very similar to the handling of Snoke between Force Awakens and uh, uh, The Last Jedi because I know I've been kind of putting Attack of the Clones low this whole time because it's I, it's actually my number 11 it's also <laughs> my number 11 <laughs> my, it's my number Where 10 was it? oh, it's my number 9 it's my number oh, nine as well. And, <laughs> and also for Goofy. <laughs> you did say the problem with the lure, though. Like, I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan. Josh knows this. I'm a hardcore mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones fan. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what species Sifo Dyas is to this day. He's a dude. He's a human. He's a dude. Well, yeah, but he's a human? Yeah. I've never seen yeah. a picture of him. There's he was uh, in uh, Clone Wars. He was? Yeah. He wasn't in anything that matters. So it doesn't sound like there's much yeah, pushback really... against Attack yeah. of the Clones. No, I think Attack of the Clones should it's go It's been here. up on the chopping block for quite a yeah. while. I'm happy it's... to get it. <laughs> at number eight, you think it's... I think eight is yeah. a good place it's for it. There. It's good. It's halfway there. I mean, if I had a... Alden, what is your number seven? Believe it or not, Revenge of the Sith. And I think that's a hot take. That is a hot take. I have Revenge of the Sith as my number seven. All right. All right, I guess I'm using my veto. My number seven is Phantom Menace. What we don't know about Anakin, what we don't know about his origin, all derives from Phantom Menace. Personally, for me, the prequels, I wanted to know why Anakin became a Jedi, why he decided to use the Force, why he used this Force for evil. And all of those things are not only set up, but are almost gone to the extent of elaborated on in Phantom Menace to some degree. Sure, you get the seeds for the answers that we're going to be getting at the in Revenge of the Sith in Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. But Revenge of the Sith is the execution of them. And I feel like the answers as to why Anakin becomes a Jedi, sure, that's answered in Phantom Menace. But why he becomes evil and why he starts using the Force That's for all evil, in Attack of the Clones. I disagree. I, I feel like the more direct Attack reasons for why he decides to join Palpatine and why he decides to join the Sith are in Revenge of, I might, Je- I might Revenge of the like, Sith. I might look like a clown here, but the political, like... um arc i guess in revenge of the sith 
I kind of like the set say, pieces uh, in this movie. The opening, uh, the opening star yeah, fight, I, the Mustafar fight. I'm with, yeah. I'm with Nate. The we, Grievous we fight, the like, fight today, and we're like, this is the best lightsaber fight. I was gonna like, say the problem with the Phantom Menace is that it creates pot, plot holes. But so the fuck this Revenge of the Sith. I really like both of these movies. <laughs> I, Trump, Trump, Trump and Biden are debating right now while we're debating Star Wars. Let's movies. not talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. But I think the death of Count Dooku is very significant to it's the arc. I agree, but it's too yeah. early in the movie. Yeah. 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 I thought after watching the finale yeah. of Clone Wars, I would have a lot more love. Let's for talk about things that actually matter. I, I think that that motivation is is very much derived of the fact that his mother was a slave on the same planet that he was able to escape from. Mm -hmm. All of that lore comes from Phantom Menace. It has nothing to do with Revenge of the Sith. True, but it's not the reason that he joins Palpatine. Right. The reason that he joins Palpatine is because he believes that he... The reason that he joins Palpatine... The reason that he joins Palpatine is because he thinks that Palpatine can help him save Padme because he's been having these dreams of her dying. He's Which is kind of forced. It's really stupid that they use Padme as the turning point for Anakin when he then gets mad and almost kills her. If I have to choose, I'm going Phantom Menace at 7. So, essentially, the prequels feel to me like... Josh hitting his funny bone. Like Josh hitting his funny bone. Like Josh hitting his funny bone. Like he had good intentions at first, but then it pulled back, and then it like slowly felt like the it way hurt. that it should have it felt. Hurt. A yeah, it hurt. And I think that Phantom Menace lays a lot of the groundwork, but at the end of the day, the Phantom Menace is kind of just like a buddy movie about saving Anakin from slavery and watching him win a race. And that's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah. I was going to say that I actually like the politics part of the Phantom Menace, but why does the trade veneration invade Naboo again? I feel like the politics part of the Phantom Menace is really at odds about with the rest if, of the Phantom if, Menace. Yeah, I feel like it. If we're talking about the politics, the politics and Revenge of the Sith make more sense because the Chancellor is getting more and more power. Because you've had two yeah, movies to establish yeah, that. Not very well. No, I mean Chancellor winning the election and everything. Like you're right, it is set up in Phantom. Men Fuck, I really like both of these movies. I, I mean, there's just so much missing from Revenge of the Sith that they could have broken into at least two movies. That's definitely true. Brandon. What movie belongs at number seven? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. God, I'm on the wrong side of the panel. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Phantom. Phantom. The Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. This tie was resolved by fans over on the Duel of the Takes Instagram. If you want your voice to be heard on our channel, be sure to follow Duel of the Takes on Instagram. And number six to you, Landon. What oh, is crap. the what am I up to? Uh, lowest Star Wars movie left on your top 11? Revenge of the Sith. I don't really have a problem with. Honestly. Revenge of the Sith is number six on my list. The highest prequel I have on my list is The Phantom Menace, and it was at number six, so this is fine. My number six is Return of the Jedi. Whoa. Whoa. Yo. No, are you trying to throw hands? What do you think? Uh, solo, I have it five. Mm. I agree. That's not my pick. That's not my pick. Okay. <laughs> but I agree. Good. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. No. Uh -oh. <laughs> Landon. <laughs> oh, what are you putting there? Oh, yeah, I'm going to put Force Awakens there, because I like Solo more than Force Good. Awakens. Good. I agree. Yeah, I have returned the Jedi higher. Force Awakens, I think, is perfectly fine. Yeah. Just making the top five. I think the first roughly like half hour the first act of force awakens is super super solid and with force awakens everything that i found interesting and in that was set up ended up under delivering and that's not at the fault of the movie itself no. it's more at the fault of the movies that surround it and i think that force awakens being at number five is a great spot for it it caught lightning in a bottle again mm -hmm. the hype for force awakens yeah. was 
huge. It literally undid all the damage that the prequels did to the Star Wars brand in one movie. In one where... trailer. Yeah, mm -hmm. I saw it with my uncle one of the very many times I saw it, like, Force Awakens, and, like, uh, towards the end when, like, they found Luke on the map, but, like, I saw him, like, tearing up because he was just like, I just never thought I'd see these, like, characters again. Yeah. I think, honestly, the sequel trilogy is gonna age worse than the pre- Absolutely. I think it already has. So bizarre to me that we see coming out of the same studio, the MCU, a movie uh, series that ranged from 2008 to 2020 very successfully with over 20 films, and Disney couldn't even put out three consistent Star Wars movies. Force Awakens, number five. May, May is a misogynist. This might come as a shock to some of you, but my number four is Solo. Does anyone have their vetoes left? I have my veto <laughs> left, and this is the last time to use it, but yes. I really don't think I, I can. Again, this is two rounds in a row. This you is the fine spot for Solo. Yes. I honestly think in a, in a different <laughs> world, Force yeah. Awakens probably could have etched out Solo in a way. I think that it's interesting that Solo, a movie that had a great foundation that never got its sequels that were intended to happen, edges out Force Awakens, which is also a great, fun movie with sequels that bog it down. We don't know what the Lord and Miller version of Solo was going to look like. Personally, I think it probably would have been an even stronger movie than what we got from, I agree. from I agree. Uh, uh, what's his name, Bryce Dallas Howard's father? Uh, uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Ron I Howard. Last. Josh I love... and I had watched deleted scenes from Solo, and yeah, a lot of them felt a lot better for that movie yeah. than what we actually got. The scene where Han joins like the Imperials as yeah, like a like, as like a trooper, it's a short little bit, but it's the most we ever get to see of what the Star War looks like for most people. It's apples and oranges comparing Solo to Revenge of the Sith. Uh -huh. A movie like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. The more we the talk about it, something. the more I would like to elevate it. I also <laughs> want it elevated. I yeah. just I just think when I think Star Wars, I think of three movies. Yeah. It, to say that Solo competes with any of the original trilogy, to me, just feels a little off. I agree. But Josh, I'm willing to break Duel of the Takes Law here <laughs> and hand you my veto. What movie do you think is bad enough from the original trilogy that Solo That's... could beat it out? I think Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Star Wars it doesn't isms. mean shit you keep saying that but like and then a new hope I think is like the pinnacle of like the hero's journey and then I think Empire is a very historical sequel but at the same time I would rather elevate a movie like Solo a movie that had no business being good we heard it last week with how I defend Psycho 2 maybe I just like underdog movies like this but when it comes to Solo there were so many problems going up to that movie. We heard that, like, Alden Ehrenreich needed a acting coach. Mm -hmm. um, Lord and Miller left the project. And then this movie is really good. It's a really good origin story for a character that didn't need an origin story. I love Empire Strikes Back. I really do. I think it's a solid movie from beginning to end. And it is a, it is a top four Star Wars movie, no doubt. And why I guess I would put Solo above Empire in this situation for the sake of the argument, for the sake of the devil's advocate, I just think Solo does deserve that love. Ron Howard came in and he really, like, just directed a really, like, fun movie. Yeah, That's he, the thing about Star Wars. It's like, it's fun. Return of the Jedi is fun to watch. The Solo was the first movie that felt like a Star Wars story. But Empire's not going at number four, Josh. You yeah. doomed... 
Solo by picking Empire. I you could have picked Return of the Jedi and two more people would have been on board, but I'm really glad you didn't. <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars story, is number four an, on our list. Nerd. Kind of shocked, but I'm also really happy that our top three is the original Star Wars trilogy, <laughs> as personally, I think it is the strongest movie trilogy of all time, except yeah. that of The Lord of the Rings, but that yeah. doesn't really count. It's one of them. Filmed on, on top of each other and we're one greater picture. And we're also based off of a previous work. Well, I think when you think of sci-fi, you think of the Star Wars trilogy. When you think of fantasy, you think it, Lord of the Rings Exactly, and, yeah. and this yeah. is where we're at. And I, the take, Lord of the Rings rating. There's only three movies. It'll still take four hours. <laughs> Noah, Noah, what do you think the third best Star Wars movie is based on what we have left here? The original trilogy. Return of the Jedi. I like the Jabba's Palace but I gotta like wash it all over again. Mm. Like, I don't know, it feels kind of dragged out. I can see Boba Fett, that's cool. Mm. But then, like, I'm more interested in what happens after. The Ewoks detract, naturally. Um, and then, obviously, the ending is cool. The ending ends the, the trilogy, I think, in a pretty good way. Mm -hmm. um, Lando as a general is cool. The final battle, like, the two plot points converging kind of in the second Death Star is really cool. Um, no, well, which is better, Yub number victory celebration? That is a oh, good no. question. I don't that could know. be a debate for another hour. <laughs> yeah. We can't. We don't. <laughs> when I think of Luke Skywalker, I think of Return of the Jedi. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That yeah. was the first version that they put in Battlefront. Jory, what do you think the weakest of the original trilogy is? <laughs> when you put it like that, personally, my least favorite of the original trilogy is The Empire Strikes Back. I think that The Empire Strikes Back is really tight, really solid from a narrative standpoint, but I think that um, Return of the Jedi has much more entertaining set pieces, and I follow the story much better as it goes through because I think it's paced much better. And I love A New Hope. A New Hope is my favorite Star Wars movie just because it laid the groundwork. It was so revolutionary in ways that the other two just simply aren't. Josh? I really love all three of these movies. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to say one is worse than the other, but yeah, it's got to be Empire for me. I just, I, I really love Empire. I think this is one of the best trilogies in film history. The thing with Empire is like, there's a lot of great moments, but none of it is my favorite, I guess. It doesn't have my favorite lightsaber fight. It doesn't have like my favorite like character development. That's from Luke Skywalker and Return of the Jedi. And it doesn't have my favorite, I guess, aliens or, like, things that I like about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Is like, when Return of the Jedi, you got the Ewoks, and then in A New Hope, you have the Cantina scene. I, I hate to hop on the bandwagon, but I also have Empire Strikes Back here at number three. Was the only movie that could elevate uh, a standalone movie, the original Star Wars, which, while shooting, everyone thought was going to be a box office bomb. Oh, and what do you think the weakest of the original trilogy is? <laughs> Empire is my favorite. I'm going to start there. I think the weakest of the original trilogy is probably Return. I'm with you on that. Um, I have way too much fun with Empire. Return of the Jedi is kind of weak. <laughs> I don't like rewatching it that frequently. It's, it's once in a while uh, if I'm just watching all the movies together kind of thing but i would never go out of my way to watch it on its own whereas empire i've seen it a ton of times and i will continue to see it a ton of times now listen new hope is beautiful and uh and it, it was revolutionary knocked it out of the park and all that stuff but it's also the first at bat and i think that it shows in ways you know there are all the stories of lucas attempting to do uh, stuff uh, attempting to get this movie out 
uh, and all the problems they had behind the scenes trying to film stuff, because it's the first attempt, they're still working out some of the kinks. And it wasn't until Empire in Return that they really knew what they were doing, making... I also just love how confident they were. Like, this movie, like Nate was saying before, like, it was seen as, like, something that was going to fail, something that just, like, nobody was going to see, whatever, yeah. this is going to be a box office failure. And even still, George Lucas is out here just putting his all yeah. into this movie, and you can really fucking see it. Okay, so, yeah, like, anyway. that's cool. Have most of us voted for Empire at number three, I believe? The three of us voted for Empire, these two voted for Return, and he voted for New Hope. So So that means that Empire is number three. Thunderous applause, Empire's gotta go at number three. Because, like, when I think of Star Wars, one of the first things I think of is the hot sequence. Especially, like, the Lego Star Wars level and, like, in relation to video (laughs) games and shit like that. What do you think of the Ewoks? The Ewoks? I don't like the Ewoks. I think I said that. I don't want to totally just rag on the Ewoks the whole time, because that's kind of a trite... You know, right. argument. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't like the Ewoks. Like, uh, I don't know. I think Endor, the Endor sequences aren't terrible, but they, I feel like they could have been used a little bit better. But Empire Strikes Back Luke is my least favorite Luke. He's the most, like, annoying. Who is the greatest Jedi of all time? It's not Luke, but I don't know. Who is it? An affirmative argument is different than a negative one. We're now pinning the original Star Wars up against the third movie in its trilogy and the first Star Wars movie did not receive the critical reception of the original Return yeah. of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi um set piece wise I think is the strongest but narrative wise I think it I think that when it slows down and they like camp out with the wookies like there could be a little bit yeah the Ewoks the not little the little wookies <laughs> if you looked at me and said Josh you have to watch a Star Wars movie right now probably pick a Return of the Jedi I think one thing that we have surprisingly not mentioned at all is the John Williams score for yeah. Star Wars, which ironically saved the original movie to a lot of people. I think the the oh, yeah. uh, the scene the with the two sons in yeah. uh, New Hope, like yeah. holy yeah. shit, the that score hits. I I personally think Return of the Jedi has the most underrated score out of all of the Star Wars and, movies. And Rise of Skywalker, when you see the throne run and the abandoned Death Star, they play that same theme, and you kind of get goosebumps because yeah. it's like fuck. You know what went down in that room. I guess we need to vote. All right, going with my gut, New Hope number one. I'm going with Return, so that makes What's it three one, versus two. Oh, yeah. You're the tiebreaker, Josh. <laughs> these, these both could easily be my number one, um, depending on the day. What day is it? <laughs> okay, would it be better if before we announce, we haven't done this before, and this is episode 30 of Duel of the Takes, Everyone reads their list, and then Josh will announce what number one and number two are on our group list. Number 11, Attack of the Clones. Number 10, Rogue One. Number 9, Last Jedi. Number 8, Revenge of the Sith. Number 7, Phantom Menace. Number 6, Rise of Skywalker. Number 5, The Force Awakens. Number 4, A New Hope. Number 3, Solo. Number 2, Return of the Jedi. And number 1, The Empire Strikes Back. My number 11 is The Last Jedi, 10 is Attack of the Clones, 9 is Rogue One, 8 is uh, Revenge of the Sith, 7 is Rise of Skywalker, 6 is The Phantom Menace, 5 is Return of the Jedi, 4 is A New Hope, 3 is The Force Awakens, 2 is Solo, and 1 is Empire Strikes Back.
My number 11 is Rise of Skywalker. Number 10, Rogue One. Number 9, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Number 8, The Last Jedi. Number 7, Revenge of the Sith. Number 6, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Number 5, The Force Awakens. Number 4, The Phantom Menace. 3, Empire Strikes Back. 2, Star Wars. And 1, Return of the Jedi. Number 11, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Number 10, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Number 9, Attack of the Clones, number eight, The Last Jedi, number seven, The Phantom Menace, number six, The Force Awakens, number five, Solo, A Star Wars Story, number four, The Empire Strikes Back, number three, Return of the Jedi, number two, A New Hope, and number one, Revenge of the Sith. My number 11 is Attack of the Clones. My number 10 is Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. My number nine is The Last Jedi. My number eight is Rise of Skywalker. My number seven is The Phantom Menace. My number six is Revenge of the Sith. My number five is The Force Awakens. My number four is Solo. My number three is Empire Strikes Back. My number two is Return of the Jedi. And my number one is Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. All right, my number 11 is The Last Jedi. My number 10 is Rise of Skywalker. My number nine is Phantom Menace. My number eight is Force Awakens. My number seven is... Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Number six is Return of the Jedi. Number five is Solo, A Star Wars Story. Number four is Episode Two, Attack of the Clones. Number three is Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith. Number two is Episode One, A New Hope. Number one is Episode Five, Empire Strikes Back. It lost in the sci-fi tournament. I think it needs to, I think it should be number one on this, uh, A New Hope is my vote all right that means our group list is number 11 star wars rogue one number 10 star wars episode 8 the last jedi number 9 star wars episode 9 rise of skywalker number 8 star wars episode 2 attack of the clones uh number 7 star wars episode 1 the phantom menace number 6 Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Number 5, we've got Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Number 4, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Number 3, Empire Strikes Back. Number 2, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. And number 1, Star Wars, A New Hope. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Duel of the Takes. If you haven't already, check out the Duel of the Takes YouTube channel where we have highlights of every episode, bonus lists, as well as comedy sketches and more. Also, give us a follow on Instagram. We do interactive stories, daily movie and pop culture memes. Also, when we record, if we ever need a tiebreaker, we will go live on Instagram to you, our audience, to get an answer. Also, if you want to be a part of the discussion, check out our Discord channel for movie debates, hot takes, gaming moments, etc. Next week, Jory, Alden, and I are going to be guessing Josh Kubis' top 10 favorite animated movies of all time.